Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. (laughs) Alright, so come on down to, wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi friends, the world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Hey, Horror Movie Night, this is going to be the last bonus episode from Fantastic Fest. We're actually recording it just at a table in the high ball because it's fucking hot outside and this is air conditioned and that's good enough reason for me. Uh, I'm sitting here with Katie, who we actually tried to do this last year. I don't even remember if I released it, but... Uh, yeah, we did it for a little bit, but I had only seen like eight movies at that point. And, and I'd seen one. Yeah, so. so it was like super awkward and weird, but... My... The one that we recorded last time, I think you did release it, but it still stands up as like one of my favorite movies. It was unthinkable from last year. It was so go. fucking good. All right, so let's talk about. I got my full list. I'm gonna skip. So when you're at Fantastic Fest, they have a um, a screening room where you can watch a bunch of movies. I'm gonna skip the ones that I watched in the screening room because it doesn't really count as like a theatric experience to okay. me. That makes sense. So we're gonna talk about like least favorite to favorite, and I'm gonna start off by saying. Um, Probably the movie that disappointed me the most, I know you didn't see it, but your friend Patrick and I both saw it, was Wrinkles the Clown. Uh, just would have been an amazing short film, but but uh, trying to stretch that shit out for an hour plus was uh, a fool's errand, as they say. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you? What was the, probably the one you were the most disappointed by? Um, well, this is going to be a big surprise to everyone listening, because everyone knows how much I love Elijah Wood. Oh, no. Come to Daddy was probably my least favorite one that I've seen so far. Really? Yeah. Well, that's upsetting. That was Midnight last night, right? Uh, no, uh, that was Colorado Space. That was okay. what we saw. Oh, last so that night. was the 8 o'clock one. It was or 5 o'clock. It when, was did, when did we see Come to Daddy? Was it the night before? Before midnight screening. Okay, okay, so it was a midnight screening. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oof, that's, I'm like, that's I don't rough. even know what day it is. Dude, I tried, to, hell. I tried to call a friend. And he's like, I'm at work, and I'm like, it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I like have no idea. I keep I have to keep asking, like, what day is it? I have to like keep looking back to see, like, oh shit, what the fuck am I watching today? So the next one that I had uh, some pretty mixed feelings on, and this became like the barometer of good versus bad for me, was uh, the Lodge. See, I haven't seen The Lodge yet, but I've heard pretty good things. It's it's 
good, but it's not great. Like it's yeah. it's not. I think I was very uh, underwhelmed by it, and it was probably one of the ones I was most hyped up to see. Yeah. So that was. I'm sure the hype factor played a part of me kind of walking away from that one a little bit disappointed versus seeing a lot of these movies pretty blind. Everyone that I've talked to that's seen The Lodge, they bring up, there's the one scene towards the beginning of the movie that it's everyone... Amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it starts so strong and then it just falls apart. Oh, man. But it's well, I'm glad I didn't sit in and watch it. It wears the hereditary like inspiration on its Ugh. badge and it's just not as logical. Yeah. Um, let's talk about one that we both saw because it's kind of low on my list. Uh, uh, We've called it everything from Jolly Ranchers to <laughs> Gelato. Gelato. Uh, uh, but it's an Jolly Indian. Jolly Katu. That's how you pronounce it. Thank Jolly you. It's an Indian horror film. I guess horror film. I don't know what you would call it. I would call it. it more of like a suspense thriller than yeah. horror. It's, I think my problem with this movie was the, a lot to do with how it was list, like described in the program was not an accurate well, description of what it was. there's people calling it, jaw, like, Jaws. They were saying it was, like, Mad Max. And, like, it was, not it was nothing. And, like, if anything, the closest thing to it would be fucking Snow Day or Braveheart. Like, <laughs> that's, like, the only two things I can even fucking think of. But last night, after we left the festival, dude, we went on for, like, an hour and a half, like, talking about how I came up with the greatest name for it, Terrible, like, T-R-R-O-R, <laughs> Bull, or uh, what was the other one that I came up with? Yeah, it was a really good one. Fuck. But God yeah, damn it, I can't believe I can't remember what it was. But it was like, we, we're just coming up with like new things and like how like we're going to make the second and third ones of it and they're all going to be on fucking sci-fi. It's just oh, like, it was ridiculous. The sequel could be called Too Terrible. It was. Uh, and then there, <laughs> God, I can't believe I forgot about it, what else I had said. But we like, we like went off. We like wrote like four of their like sequels to it. <laughs> It's it sucks because it's so beautifully shot. Like the camera work in it is incredible. It is. It's really good. Did you ever see Tumbad that I? No. Saw? I think you should watch it when you get home. Okay. Uh, it was that's like one of my tops from last year. I made Scott watch it and he said it was the worst thing ever. But <laughs> don't listen to fucking Scott. <laughs> but he knows I hype movies too much. That is like my biggest fault is I hype movies too much and then other people don't have the same. Yeah. You, as me. You one hundred percent hype your movies too much. Yeah. Uh, what else have you got that you want to talk about? Um, all right. Let's see. All right. Joe Begos, man. You do love this guy. So oh, my God. I've never seen anything else that he does. Yeah, I've never seen anything else that he's ever done, but I've only ever seen these two fucking movies, man. VFW, which was fucking wild. It had the dude from The Warriors in it. <laughs> it was fucking dope. It's just a bunch of old fucking dudes, like, beating the shit out of fucking, like, punk kids that are all hyped up on fucking drugs. It's fucking great. How could you go wrong? And then you saw Bliss, Bliss as well. Bliss right afterwards, which these both of these movies are just so like visibly pleasing and it's just like fucking just a bunch of bullshit. That one is like a girl is like a painter. It's kind of like uh, have you seen Velvet Buzzsaw? Not yet. Oh, I want to see it. Though. It's kind of like Velvet Buzzsaw where it's like the like the paintings are like she like needs inspiration because she hasn't painted in a long time. She doesn't have any fucking money. She can't pay rent, whatever. She goes to her drug dealer who's Graham Skipper mm-hmm. and uh, he like gives her this new drug called Bliss or it's called uh, El Diablo or something like or Diablo. It's pretty much just like cocaine mixed with something else. <laughs> and then so she does that and then she meets up with her friends. She like turns into a fucking vampire and like she like finishes this painting and stuff like that. And so it's just her like fucking being a vampire on drugs the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Soundtrack is like phenomenal. It's so great. And I'll definitely like watch that again. And it, it was shot in 16 millimeter. 
and then it was presented pretty, in 35. Yeah, they did, yeah. did in 35, and we were the first audience ever to watch it in 35, other than him and his like producer. Um, let's talk about another one that we both saw, Memory, the Origins of Alien. Yeah, um, first of all, let's not talk about the fucking short in front of it where you see a fucking live birth. You see it all. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that was not, especially, I feel like I would have been way more forgiving if it was like mid-afternoon, but it was literally the first movie that we saw. It was like, that was my wake-up call. I feel like my experience for that was way worse than anyone else's because I was extremely hungover yesterday morning, <laughs> like to the point where I like almost threw up walking down the stairs. And so for me to have that, the first thing I see when I wake up in the fucking morning to come watch a movie is a fucking birth happening. It's yeah, just it like, was, it's, it was interesting. The short was super interesting. It was interesting. a super interesting concept. Yeah. yeah. But Alien was great too. I, I, there's a lot of really cool, interesting things. And I love that it wasn't just a behind the scenes movie. It was like behind, 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 behind the scenes. Yeah, it, was like, om- it was almost more about the, in- like, I say like it lives up to the name Origins of Alien because it really is the origins of the design of the alien. Yeah. And I love that. And I love like how many people like were brought onto the project and then left because they thought it wasn't going to do anything. No. It's like fucking morons. Yeah, like, like Walter Hill, they said. He like <laughs> left to do like some idiot. other movie. Uh, and that interview hasn't dropped yet, but that will be coming out soon. Uh, the movie will be available in theaters and on VOD October 4th, so they asked yeah. you to just hold off a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was great. It was, it was really good. It was interesting to watch. It was the only documentary I've seen uh, here. I don't like documentaries normally unless they're about serial killers, um, but I really like that one. I enjoyed I, it a lot. It's really interesting, and it, you learn a lot from it. And I you, saw a lot of docs this week. Yeah, oh god. I love documentaries, though. Um, I, those are things that I can watch at home. I don't need to watch them with an audience, and I'd rather watch something like that by myself than I'm just trying to like chill out and like take in information that I don't know of beforehand. Did you watch The Wave yet? No, I didn't. I sure did sit next to Justin Long yesterday, though, for <laughs> Jalakatu. Him and I talked a little bit about uh, the movie and stuff like that, too. Yeah, I talked to him a little bit about The Wave and told him, uh, just reminisce the story from when I lived in L.A., but that's not worth putting on the air. Um, but yeah, The Wave is good. Yeah. Uh, you've heard the interview possibly by now, but yeah, good movie. Uh, keep your eye open for that one. Did you see um, The Lighthouse? No. So tell us about The Lighthouse, because you got into that secret screen. All right. So how I feel about The Lighthouse is completely different than Patrick thinks about The Lighthouse. <laughs> I, Because, I mean, it's the same guy who did The Witch. Yeah. Um, I thought the pacing of the movie was really great. Uh, we get to see Robert Pattinson fucking act his heart out. His acting in this movie is just, like, phenomenal. He's so great, and he'll be a great Batman, honestly. It's just, like, it's so great. Like, it's just the pacing of it, like, the imagery of it is great, too. And, like, you also find out, like, from the Q&A that he did was that... (laughs) <laughs> the seagulls aren't any of them are trained like they're all they're, there's, they're there's three trained like professionally trained seagulls and the other ones are just live just doing whatever around and like when you see it you're gonna be like holy shit I can't believe these fucking seagulls are just doing this it's not CGI or anything so that movie is one of the films that I've been seeing pop up a lot on lists of like potential movies that might get nominated for some Academy Awards I could see that I feel like as if it's a lot more uh, like the pacing's a lot better for like the normal audience yeah, than, the witch, than the witch because it's just like a little bit like more long long winded, but it understandably it moves a so bit faster yeah. pace. Well, but the, the, the other movie that played that has a lot of Oscar buzz was the other secret screening of Dolomite is my name. Oh man, let me tell you, when I found out that that was going to be the secret screening, I was so fucking pissed. Yeah, I was so mad. And especially because I switched out of Synchronic to go see that. Yeah. And so I was like, God damn it, I'm going to see this fucking Eddie Murphy movie, whatever. I 
cracked the it's fuck amazing. up the entire I, movie. I keep telling people it's literally Ed Wood for black exploitation oh cinema. My God. It's like, just amazing. Fucking Wesley Snipes' character is fucking so great too. Everyone oh brings God. the thunder in it. I, oh, it's I great. really when I heard that that was like getting some Oscar buzz, I was like, no, no. But I yeah. watch it now. I'm like, I could see some best actresses, some best supporting actors. I could even yeah. see a best picture nomination. With oh that yeah, movie. definitely. Oh my god, I, I like, it literally just flipped my perspective on it. It was so great and it's amazing. And I've already told like so many people that they need to watch it. My dad would love it. I already told yeah. him, and he was like, oh yeah, I'll watch it. So I'm actually. When we're done this interview, going to be watching the screening of the, the original, original because I'd never seen it before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much like frame for frame, like the same movie, like including like the ceiling scene and like yeah. and like in the like back of the trunk and everything like that. It's like everything is just like <laughs> super similar. They put a lot of heart into that movie for sure. Did you get to see Vest of Night? No, I'm seeing that tonight. Okay. Okay. So we'll hold off on that, but I will say Vest of Night is the movie I'm most... Well, there's two movies that I'm really disappointed I didn't get interviews for because I love them so much. And Bass of Night was incredible. The other one was VHS, was really, really fun. I know some people didn't like it, but uh, it was right up my alley for my sense of humor. It was basically just a sketch comedy movie. Yeah, I mean, how can you go wrong with yeah. anyone that's in that fucking movie? Yeah, no, it, he literally told us that like one of the scenes was he just let Thomas Lennon just riff for like oh, 15 yeah. minutes. Tom Lennon is so great, man. Good God. <laughs> Uh, I just watched. I just watched uh, Welcome to Pottersville. Have okay. you seen that? Like a couple weeks ago oh, with no, Michael but Shannon. Heard about it, yeah. Oh man, you would love it. And him in that movie is just like fucking great. He pretty I, much is like a fake Bear Grylls, and they do like oh my god, it's like they, they've it's done so it funny. on a few of the movie podcasts I listened to, and they said like it's a bad movie, but it's like a bad movie in all of the right ways. Oh, like, I love it. Michael super- Shannon's great in it. Like <laughs> everyone's great. Ron Perlman's in it for some reason as a furry. It's fucking <laughs> great. How could you go fucking wrong? But I will say, I do want to talk about the death of Dick Long. Did yeah, you see that? I still haven't seen it, but that's oh, the one everyone's talking about. Man, well, A24, like, picked it up, like, like went through the process with it, I believe, and everything nice. like that. And, like, it's a great fucking movie. It's crazy. And they crazy. get movies and, in theaters. So that yeah. one might actually be one that you can it's, see near anybody listening. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it will. <laughs> I don't know. They put out some wild movies in I don't theaters. Know. Um, once you watch it, you'll understand what I mean. Um, it's great. I mean, everything that it's fucking hilarious. Like the movie is just like so funny, and they're like hanging out around here, like all vegan stuff like that too. Nice. They're been really great. But um, also, I will tell you, like my favorite movie of the entire festival is Amigo. Okay. In which, if you guys listen to our the scary stories to tell in the dark one, I love Javier Botet. Yeah. And he's just like a master of his fucking domain, and he's just so good at it. It's a very serious role. They filmed it in one week. And he's just fucking great. It's pretty much like misery. And then, like, him and his friend get into an accident with uh, Javier Botet and his wife. And uh, the wife dies, and he's, like, severely injured. And so the friend has, like, survivor's guilt and has to take care of him. And it's just, like, misery, pretty much. Like, where he's like, I don't want to fucking be in this house with this guy anymore who has, like, survivor's guilt. And, like, he starts, like, hallucinating and stuff. He runs out of his medicine because, like, the snow is so bad and stuff like that. And it's just, like, you can only imagine, like, the shit that's going on. It's just, like, such a beautiful, like, piece of art. And it's just... So nice. great. Um, Very nice. What else? Um, so the, I will say while you're looking at your list, the the last two that are probably my top two for the infe- for the festival were uh, Worm, which I posted an interview for, and After Midnight, which I posted an interview for. Uh, both phenomenal, phenomenal movies. Uh, I realize I skipped over it on my list as well, but uh, also big shout out to the Mortuary Collection, which was oh, just yeah. I mean I love anthology films. 
and uh, I told the director this after I left the interview, but like, you know, I stand by I think the three greatest uh, anthology films ever were Creepshow, Tales from the Hood, and Trick or Treat, and this is right there at number four. It is the best anthology film in years. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I I really want to. I'll, I'm gonna have to wait till it hits theaters or like VOD yeah. for sure. But I mean, I've heard mixed from it. I love it, but, <laughs> but I mean, I also like it's very Tales from the Crypt. Like yeah. it's that Tales from the Crypt humor. Yeah, there's a. I love mythology, so I'm excited to watch it. So we'll see. Yeah, that was probably when the third wave was announced. That was the biggest title that jumped out at me because yeah. I was like, oh shit, an anthology film. Well, that's a plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to like think of stuff that it's gonna see. Oh, in the tall grass and in the shadow of the moon will be hitting Netflix. Okay. Super soon. How did you feel about both of those? Um, in the tall grass is a Netflix movie. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Um, I mean, Patrick Wilson plays a really great role in it. It's pretty much he plays like the role of himself in like Insidious too. Like okay. he's fucking crazy. Like he just like plays like crazy dude. So, I mean, it's good. Patrick Wilson, I mean, all the acting in it, it's, like, interesting and stuff like that. And it's a fucking Netflix movie. Don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's a Stephen King Netflix movie and fucking Joe Hill. Um, but then uh, Shadow of the Moon, man, what a great movie. Okay, so that one And they've is... worked really hard on that, too, because there's, like, a lot of, like, intricate things about it. And they were like, we will never do, like... A time travel movie ever again yeah he was like they spent more time on time travel and making sure everything added up and stuff like that that like to make sure that it actually like there's no like holes in it there's nothing that doesn't make sense like it all fucking makes sense and that one i really love that movie a lot i think a lot of there's that's gonna get a lot of hype from it a lot of people are gonna love that movie a lot very cool michael c hall's super great in it sitting fucking 10 feet away from him was super great <laughs> uh it was really good you and your weird like celebrity seating stuff yeah i love it you can't get it's just great that's what like it's another great thing about fantastic best man like ari aster is just like hanging on around here i talked to him a little bit the other day about stuff and it's just like just crazy just people just fucking hanging out just walking around and it's just wild all right well that is our little like fantastic fest pseudo wrap up uh definitely if you ever have a chance to come out this is a definitely the festival to to fucking yeah. be at oh yeah it's always good to see katie as well as her friend patrick go ahead and follow him at the horror doctor on instagram uh he's a solid dude and we'll uh maybe we'll have him do something on the podcast one day if he uh gets over his his anxiety <laughs> of speaking nah, i hate him it's, i hope he doesn't <laughs> i'm just kidding i love him he's great but uh, that is it. So I literally, when you guys hear this, I'll be getting on an airplane and uh, we'll have a new episode from Listener Submitted Month uh, dropping our final episode of Listener Submitted Month. God, why do you torture people, guys? Come on. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved 
and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to, su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 